Hey, hey, everybody. This is Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. And this is the Heart Work with PBJ podcast, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout for people who do their work from the heart. And I am so excited again to bring you a new episode of the podcast. But before we get into it, let me remind you, March 22nd at 7 p.m., our live webinar, our masterclass called The Myth of Balance time. If you have more priorities than you have time, and if everything is important and you can't afford to drop the ball on anything, you need to come join us. I am going to share with you the lessons that I've learned over the last eight years about how to get it all done without hurting yourself or hurting the ones that you love. So again, March 22nd at 7 p.m. If you can't make it, but you registered, then you'll get the replay and you can watch it later. So go on over to to mythofbalancedtime.com. So again, mythofbalanced with an ED, time.com. Get registered, 49 bucks. I cannot wait to see you. Our entire community is coming together that night and you don't want to miss it. So join us, mythofbalancedtime.com. Get registered. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, where you will get a spoonful of PBJ every month. Monday and every Wednesday, a new episode of the Heart Work with PBJ podcast comes out. So make sure you follow, make sure you register, make sure you got everything coming to your inbox so you don't miss one thing. All right, y'all ready? Let's get into this episode. So today I wanted to share with you my story on what led me to start this conversation about work-life harmony and disrupting burnout and where that comes from. I also want to share with you my system for disrupting cycles of burnout and go and living in work-life harmony. So that's what we're talking about today. I'm just going to open up and share my heart a little bit with you all today, give you some background and some understanding of what I'm talking about and why I'm talking about it. So that's what we're doing today. Um, To share my story with you, I want you to know that I am a recovering perfectionist workaholic. Okay. I was born to teenage parents. My mother was 15 years old when she had me. And I have spent my life proving that I'm not a mistake. I decided at a young age that I needed to be everything to everybody, and I needed to do it perfectly so that no one could ever dismiss me. So what did I do? I got good grades. I got involved in school. I started making my own money through babysitting at 12 years old, and I never stopped working ever since then. At work, I take on all the extra assignments. I do all the extra duty. I'm the first one to volunteer for whatever it might be. I'm the dependable one. I will say yes. As a matter of fact, I've always had a hard time saying no. I was rewarded for it. I was rewarded for my diligence and my work ethic. I got the parking space with my name on it. I got the corner office. I got the title. I got the salary and everything, all the fringes that came with it, all the responsibility that came with it. And y'all, it almost killed me. Through the years, I gained over 100 pounds. I lost 
very significant family connections because I was always busy. And I paid some ultimate cost. I took myself to complete exhaustion. I remember a very significant day sitting in my office at my desk in full tears because I felt trapped. I knew if I opened the door to try to leave, there was going to be somebody in the hallway who needed me or needed something from me. And I didn't feel like I had anything left to give. The very next day I walked in, I arrived at work and I gave notice that I would not return the next day. I quit my six-figure job with no notice to the company and no prospect for income for my family. I was done. I had nothing else to give. For the next five months, I sat in stillness. No job, no church responsibilities, no civic organizations, not a whole lot of family connections, just still. I sat at the feet of Jesus. I loved on my husband and I just sat with my own thoughts. I had spent so many years of my life serving others and living for others that I didn't even know who I was. I was out of work for five months And those five months were the best gift God could ever give me just to bring me a point to stop, just to stop. And let me just say for a moment how good God is. He's a sustainer. Not one bill went unpaid, not one hungry day, not one want or desire or need left open. We had everything we needed. And he was so faithful that after that time set aside, he allowed me to come back and do the work that I love. I'm back at work full time. And one thing that I recognize, y'all, the work hasn't changed. Even though I'm working at a different place, the work is not different. It's the same challenges, the same situations. But what's changed is me. I've changed. I have changed in the way that I do my work. I have learned that in order to be protected from cycles of burnout, I have to protect my values, my time, my talent, and my boundaries. And through this system of protection, I have found a way to do the work that I know I'm called to do, but also live the life that I desire. And I know now that you can have both and you can do both. So my mission is to share and connect and teach other compassionate professionals. I'm talking about people who do their work because they're called to do it, not because we're looking for a paycheck. I'm talking about the person who does their work because we have a burden and a love for the people that we serve and not because we're looking for our next promotion or our next title. Those are the people that I'm called to serve. And if you are that person, you may also be prone to burnout prone to cycles of burnout, meaning you give so much that you give out and you need to be refilled. And that is what I'm here to do. You are my people. We are the type of people that will give everything we got 
to everybody that we know, and then we are left empty and we can't sustain that type of energy. So the way that I have learned and what I've learned to do, as I said, I've got to focus on four things and I call them four anchors of work-life harmony. Four anchors of work-life harmony. The first one is your values. If you've ever been in burnout, if you've ever hit rock bottom, or even if you didn't get there and you were just overwhelmed, you will notice that when you become overwhelmed, the first thing to go or the first thing to suffer are your values. Those things, those people that are most important to you, that mean everything to you, often they are the first things to go. When you find yourself in cycles of burnout, or when you find yourselves, you're overwhelmed. For me, I have values of health, family, and faith. And I can tell you, when I was in cycles of burnout and struggling with overwhelm, the first things to go, I wasn't eating right, I wasn't sleeping right, I wasn't taking care of my body, health. Number two, my prayer life was jacked up, wasn't reading scripture like I should, wasn't going to church like I should, my faith was in jeopardy. Three, family relationships. Family is everything to me. And I noticed that when I'm out of alignment and I'm doing more than I should be doing and I'm leaning into busy more than productive, then I start to lose those family connections and those family relationships. As good as my marriage is, and I'm grateful that I am in a good marriage, there are even times that we've struggled because I was more focused on being busy and doing the work thing than being what I need to be at home and being a part of my marriage. So your values are often the first things to suffer and the first things to go when you become overwhelmed. So the first thing you need to know is what you value. What is important to you? What matters to you more than anything else? What are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you're not willing to let suffer? What are those things that you're not willing to spend? The cost is too high. Know what your values are and not values that somebody else told you you're supposed to value or what's cute or what's popular, but what really means something to you. Because if it doesn't truly mean something to you, you're not going to hold on to it. So what are those things, those principles, those pillars that you hold on to in your life that means everything to you? You got to establish your values and you must establish your values before you go into any other area because everything else, the other three anchors, they're all connected to your value system. They're all connected to who you are at your core and what matters to you more than anything else. So what are your values? And how are you living those values out on a daily basis? So the first anchor is values. Number two, the second anchor is time. How are you managing your time to prioritize your anchors and do and be everything that you need to do? You have to make sure that your calendar is not running you, but you are running the calendar. See, time is a gift that we all get for free. We just, we wake up and breathe and you got time, but you also have a limited amount of time. There are only 24 hours in the day. And within those 24 hours, there are a lot of important things that need to get done. So what are the distractors that are stealing your time? 
also, what are the busy things? There's just things that you're doing that you're not called to do, you know, because the scripture tells us that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So if your burden is heavy, you're carrying something that he didn't tell you to carry. So how are you spending your time honoring your values? If I look at your calendar or if I look at the things that you've done over the last two weeks, can I see in that schedule what matters most to you? Can I look at your calendar and tell without you telling me what's most important to you in life? Your time and how you spend your time should reflect what your values and what matters to you. So four anchors of work-life harmony. Number one is your values. Number two is your time. Number three is your talent. What are you called to do? What is your gift? What is your purpose? What is your shine? What is that thing that you do that nobody else can do it like you? What are you called upon to do? What do other people recognize you to do? You got to know who you are and what you bring. And once you place value on who you are and what you bring, you can begin to break out of the box that other people put you in and you can stop trying to live for other people and live for yourself. When you know the value of what you bring to the table, then you can stand up against imposter syndrome. You can stand up against comparison. You can stand up against the striving and and the toiling and the hustling, and you can live in freedom because all you got to do is just be you. So what is your gift? What is your shine? What is your talent that you bring And how does your time reflect that talent? How much time are you spending doing that versus doing other things? Are you leading with the talent? Are you showing up at every meeting, every interaction, leading with your talent? Or are you trying to be somebody that other people are defining, that other people have told you you should be? So your values, your time, your talent, then your boundaries, your boundaries. I want you to think of your boundaries like the stone wall around an ancient city. Because you didn't just roll up to an ancient city and say, hey, I packed my bag and came to see my cousins. That's not how this works. When you arrived at an ancient city, there was a stone wall several feet high. You couldn't enter without permission from the watchman on that wall. If the watchman determined that you were safe, that you were allowed, they would put the drawbridge down and let you in. But if the watchman didn't determine that you could come in, you were not getting in. That's what our values and our boundaries do for us. The values are the foundation, but the boundaries, those are the walls. Your boundaries are built on your values. What matters most to you? You can't set boundaries if you don't know what your values are and what's most important to you. So where's your line? Where's your stop sign? What protects you? And friend, you can't wait for somebody else to do this for you. You've got to protect yourself. You have to enforce your own boundaries. You have to be your first advocate. 
You have to know what your cutoff times are. You have to know what what your non-negotiables are in relationship and in work. You have to know what you're willing to give and what what you need to keep for yourself. These are all things that only you can define. So the four anchors of work-life harmony helping us disrupt cycles of burnout are your values, your time, your talent, and your boundaries. And by using this protective system, it empowers us to do the work that we are called to do while not losing the life that we desire to live. I can't tell you how many times through a speech or in the DMs, I've had conversations with so many of you who have struggled through marriage, who have gone through a divorce, who have estranged relationships with their kids, who are exhausted, who are unhealthy because we have allowed busyness and burnout to take over. That we have allowed overwhelm to stretch too far instead of recognizing the signs. I got it. I'm fine. I can do it. And we keep pushing and we keep pushing and we keep pushing until we've got no more. And I promise you, my friend, you will stop. You will stop one day. You either choose to stop or your body will make you stop. That's the choice. You choose to stop, refill, replenish, then get back out there and do it again. Or You refuse to stop and your body finally says, we're done. You have a seat. I don't want you to get there. I don't want you to have to get that far. Let's disrupt cycles of burnout right now. Let's, Let's stop the overwhelm right now. Let's get a hold of our values, our time, our talent, and our boundaries so that we can do the work we're called to do while also living the life that we desire. And we can do it together. So that's what we're doing, friends. That's the plan. That's where we are. So I want you to continue on this journey with me. We're going to talk more about how to do this and what it means and and, and what are the things we need to change? What are the things we need to add? How do we get this done? We are doing this together. We're doing it together. I'm not coming to you as a person who's got it all together and I'm perfect at it. I'm coming to you as a person who has learned the hard way and who recognizes that the consequences are not worth it. The cost is too high. So let's hold on to our values, manage our time. Let's place value on our talents and let's strengthen those boundaries so that we can do this good hard work and live a good life at the same time. Now, I love you. And my mind and my heart is always with you. And I want you to know that you are powerful, you are significant, and you are always loved. Love always, PBJ. Mm-hmm.